0: What is up, everybody, and welcome to the Get Your Bell Wrong Football Podcast. He is Kevin Reynolds, I am Bobby Wall, and we are here to talk all things football and hit you with some takes that might rattle you up a bit. On tonight's show, we are going to talk about the week that was week six in the NFL. We have a ton of injuries to go over. We've got some intriguing games coming up, and as always, we'll give you our starts of the week. But first, Mr.
1: Kevin Reynolds, how you doing, bud? Hanging you in there, buddy? Voices nearly right off, but uh, got hit by a pretty hard cold these last two weeks. That's why we missed last week. But I'm hanging in there. We're getting, we're getting better slowly but surely. Uh, I can tell you that I'm doing pretty great. I don't know if you're watching, but uh, since my Eagles lost
0: this week, I am a baseball fan for a while. My Phillies are looking fantastic up 2 0 in the National uh, League Championship Series. I'm loving it.
1: But you admitted on this very show that you don't give a crap about baseball and have not I am a, it what it I'm a
0: huge baseball fan when my Phillies are doing oh. good in the playoffs. Okay, now 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 you're a big Phillies fan. My my apologies. It what was I the thinking? reason the reason the NFL is so exciting is because every single time those guys take the field, it matters. When you play a hundred and sixty-two game schedule, a Tuesday night double header against the Rays and the Mariners, it doesn't matter on May 2nd. It just, it doesn't matter. So I can't do that. I can't buy in for 162 games,
1: but you give me a playoff series. I can, I can get into that. Fair enough, buddy. Yeah. I, uh, I'll be honest. I don't even know what four teams are left. I've no clue. Who are the Phillies playing? Um, the Phillies are playing the Diamondbacks and the Rangers are up two zero on the Astros. Uh, good. Yeah, Everybody hates Astros. So. Everyone's rooting for Yeah, they're everyone's a bunch like, of cheaters. I do know that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just, I literally, I don't, I follow baseball about as much as I follow the NBA. Zero. So good. So good. Um, all right. So if I had to come up with a, a I heard a, a song
0: pop up the other day. And I thought, man, you know what? That sounds like the, what I would, the song title I would give for this past week. That was, and it was, you know, the song, Hello Darkness, My Old Friend. Yeah. Because it's like, Yes, dude, that injury bug is, we're talking, the big names too, Ryan Tannehill. Can I
1: stop you real quick? Yes, please. Do you watch The Blacklist?
0: I have, yes,
1: for sure. Great show. So I'm binging, a wonderful human being, a young lady I do tennis with, got me on this show. So, Linz, if you're hearing this, you're amazing. I am now season six, episode three. It, it, we made it that far.
0: Oh, I haven't watched that show in probably
1: a decade. So you know about Tom Keene now, and his oh yeah, of what eventually happened to him. Probably it's been so, so long. I don't. If it's spoiler alert, if you're binging Blacklist, don't listen to this. So <laughs> it that came out in 2008 or something, it's still on. Season it's ten wild. comes out here soon. Really? Yeah, That's great. It started in 2013. Okay. Um, so I spend the first, you know, six seasons essentially four and a half seasons doing nothing with God I can't saying to myself, God I can't wait till this guy dies God I can't wait till this guy dies And then when he died it blew my mind like I had this pit in my gut and I felt so horrible because I'm so vested in the show watching it all at once but I bring it up because during this whole thing of him dying they play that hardcore like heavy metal version of sound of silence. And it was like whoever picked that dude, give them an give them an Emmy right now because you couldn't have played a more perfect song for this whole tragic sequence of Tom King dying. It was intense. It was intense. Uh,
0: well, what are the odds I, that I bring that up though? As well, I know it's actually.
1: very weird. I, I actually, I even called Lindsay the next morning. Said, "Look, we have something very serious to talk about." So she <laughs> was like instantly scared, like something had happened. I'm like, "We've got to talk about Tom King." <laughs> <laughs> and we ended up having this like ten minute conversation about five minutes worth of TV. It is it interesting intense. that show, man. I, it, I'm i so hooked on it. It's, it's oh, hard yeah. to, to 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 stop watching. What's his name? James Spader. I yeah, mean, what a he perfect guy for that role. Perfect. Phenomenal. One of the best like ten casting decisions ever. Ever probably.
0: Yeah. Um, it's interesting how invested you can get into TV fictional yes. TV characters. Yep. It, i mean it's especially just, when
1: you binge it's just so fresh it's all at once yeah. and it's just on you and you, like I, I i've had a couple nights where i'm like up till three because i'm like okay one more episode okay one more episode then bad then one more. next thing you know it was 10 now it's three but and, uh, and especially like i mean with the actors too i mean you see spader
0: on the office
1: and you're right. like
0: robert california moron, right yeah. and then and then he comes on that and it's like oh man i can't i can't wait to the next one like this. That's uh, why okay, he on. left
1: the office, by the way. He was there for season eight of the office 2012. He got this job started in 2013. That's why he got wrote off after season eight of the office. How
0: about that, but perfect. Oh, that? he
1: made such a great decision because it made him a household name. Oh yeah, for sure. All right. Well, back to football. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> Lots and lots of injuries. Ryan Tannehill, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Josh Allen, all dealing with injuries. Now Allen's probably going to play. Maybe Lawrence. Pretty sure Tannehill and Fields are are out. Running backs. We got Kyron Williams and his backup Ronnie Rivers. Both hurt. Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, David Montgomery. I mean, the list goes on and on. Which makes this waiver wire very tricky. And I know most of them went out went over last night. I got a, a league or two that the waivers go on Wednesday, so that'll be tonight. But there's so many options. Who knows which one's the right one? Because you know, ninety well, only one or two of these guys are going to pan out. And you got, you know, do you pick up Zach Evans or Daryl Henderson, the, the Rams brought back? They got Miles Gaskin uh for their running back roles, Jordan Mason, Eli Mitchell, Craig Reynolds, all these all these are different names you can throw in there. I I know that my when the leagues I had the when my waivers ran last night, I didn't put out any more than six bucks on anybody. Because nobody was exciting to me and I didn't anticipate, not anticipate a huge week for any of these guys, but it could happen. I guess Zach Evans would be my number one pick of anyone, but I don't feel good about it.
1: Me either. I mean, he should get the ball there, but how much of the ball? It might be that he gets 12 touches. I You can't trust any of these people. Some of them have never played. They've never actually been on the field. Um, you want to trust Jordan Mason, but Eli Mitchell only had a couple Only in for a handful of plays last week because this is his first game back from his never-ending injuries that could just split it's always Shannanigans we know that this is one of those deals that if you are in dire straits maybe throw one of these guys in a Flex otherwise like say for like something like a once and done I can't play any of these guys I can't I can't throw a potential zero right on, on a guy that might play five snaps yeah I just I couldn't there's no way I could pull that trigger and I, I think
0: the I only had one league where the bits were pretty high i think one guy dropped like 35 bucks on was it jordan mason i think and i think last week probably scared some folks because you got you, you know you drop a bunch of money on what's it a um uh b mercado oh wow um arizona right because he was supposed to be the guy and then he wasn't and you know you dropped awesome. 25 bucks on that guy and nothing and now he might not play this week or well, i mean play but you know, not going to start Chianti uh, Ingram. It's just I don't know that. That kind of scared me a little bit too. Like I don't want to go and blow a whole bunch of fab on something that's not. I don't want to say a sure, not a sure thing, but I mean, not even. Yeah. Good grief! Of, but we're far enough in the season
1: that there's people that are panicking, people that will reach, people that will stretch it all to do anything they can to get get anything. Um, and this is, but that's not is us. a lot of
0: people. A lot of people don't understand. If you're sitting right now, you're two and four, even if you're one and five in your home leagues, you're fine. You put a, you put a string of losses together. Like you just did. You can put a string of wins together too. I told you in my league of record where, I mean, I was good grief, the injury after injury, after injury. And you know, I'm squeaking, I'm two and four squeak out a win here, squeak out a win there. But then now my lineup looks pretty good. I got, I'm starting Waddle, DK Metcalf, Alvin Kamara. Because Kamara came back from suspension, Jonathan Taylor came back from the PUP. I got Dallas Goddard, who's finally starting to get involved in the offense. Bebo Samuel, Adam Thielen, who's blowing up. David Montgomery, I got. He's hurt, but I'm. You know, you you build your team the right way. You start getting these guys back, and now I'm I'm not looking too bad.
1: Uh, and so like you, in the once here I mean, are done. you just rubbing it in, or?
0: no 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 i'm, what I'm saying is because okay. you know you're
1: the anti-evil decepticons right now my master plan looks right. oh, so beautiful yeah. <laughs> for three weeks and it is completely shattered now it's crumbling before my eyes so i'm just i still feel so good for you i'm so so happy for you it's good
0: listen we each had a plan
1: um mine wasn't to be
0: two and four but it was to you know have these reinforcements coming back which is helping Although, My, you know, I'm six and six. I'm six reason. and
1: six, but it's it's all Richardson out for the year, receivers hurt, running backs hurt, cousins is trash without JJ. I I it's all it's just falling to pieces. And,
0: and before we came on here, we have what 22, 23 guys in the once and done. And you told me I was what 20, You're 21st
1: out of 23 right now, yeah. Right. And how concerned was I? Not at all. You're only 50 points back of 12. Right,
0: and I've played absolute scrubs most of these weeks. Right, yeah. I'm I'm right where I need to be. I'm all good. I got plenty of ammo uh, in the chamber, ready to
1: roll. So I've not played one a single drive, person that I would even consider playing in the playoffs. Right. Absolutely, not a one, not a right. single one. I, I mean, I just pulled off a trade today
0: that you and I talked about in one of my leagues. And this is look, get out there and I propose trades every single week. The worst I can do is say no, and guess what? All of a sudden, I get one proposed to me today, actually, where I'm, I gave up Puka Nakua and Ramondre Stevenson,
1: and I got Kenneth Walker, the RB7, and DK Metcalf. Dude, I would have made that trade for just Walker, potentially. And you get DK thrown in just for shits and giggles.
0: Right, right. So this is what I'm saying. And, and that team's – it's uh, one of my better teams. I think I might be in fourth or fifth in that league, maybe. I can't remember. But – um well, you can still make moves and still improve your team, regardless of your record. Yeah. Um, You know, Puka's, he's still going to perform. He's still going to have good weeks. They throw the ball enough, but Cooper Cup's back, so he's hes not going to be the wide receiver. His ceiling oh.
1: has drastically mm-hmm. dropped. Correct. And Ramondre, I think he's going to be, he can't be worse than he was previously. I don't know, um, man. He, he had a good week last week, but he's losing more and more snaps every week yep. to Zeke, and now he's got a tweaked ankle. Yeah, yeah so... Listen, I think you, you I think you got a steal there.
0: And it doesn't it doesn't matter where you're at right now. Now zero and six, that's ooh, that's a tough one. It can still happen. I know I was one and six in a league and actually my league of record a couple years ago, and I was like, I'm not losing a game from here on out. I texted our commissioner, I said, I'm I'm going undefeated. And sure enough, I did, and I mm-hmm. missed the playoffs by just a couple points after starting one and six, I mm-hmm. believe it was. Yeah, we had and the we best- had a
1: guy years ago start off two and ten. The savages in my league of record two and ten. Ended up sweeping, never lost another game the rest of the year, straight through the Berserk Bowl, won the whole damn so, thing. There you go. And
0: uh, one thing to keep, this is this is something people don't pay enough attention to. Another reason I did this deal is I getting DK and getting Kenneth Walker, they're both already through their bye weeks. So I'm gaining a game of production over the two guys I shipped out. Um, because they have not had their bye weeks. I don't think. I, I know Puka has it. I don't think Ramondre had his. But either way, just keep that in mind when you're making trades. If, you know, you want that guy that hasn't had his or has already had his bye week yeah. um, so that you can get that extra week of production. All right. You ready to break down some of these games? Sure. And what a wild, wild week it was. So the snooze fest that was Thursday. My, I don't know how many 8 to 19 games we've had in NFL history. It can't be a lot. Um, but outside of Cortland Sutton's uh, touchdown, no one was worth having for the Broncos. Russell Wilson, what a huge letdown! He's been having a good season, but my gosh, that was no good. Patty Mahomes was okay, but not even his, his normal self. Kelsey obviously blew it up for you. Uh, the only the only question I have about this game is how do you feel about Rasheed Rice? He
1: performs when he gets the ball, but he just doesn't. He's not on the field enough. Yeah, he had four targets. I, I feel about him as I do any of the KC receivers. If you're not Travis Kelsey, you're not worth starting. Unless it's a pure dart throw, you've got five yeah. guys on by and three guys injured, you can't put any of them in. You might you might get a lucky touchdown, but you also might get a goose egg. And they're they're pretty tough to make um, in
0: a once-and-done style, you know, or even daily. Yeah. You, you know, if you're doing a cash game, it's tough to put one of those guys in because – who knows if you're going to get a zero? I mean, you could get 23, 24 points from she Rice, but you could easily get two.
1: When you know the one that's still getting the most snaps, Sky Morgan. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He just isn't getting a lot of targets. And when he does, they're not high percentage throws, so he's not throwing up much. But he he's one of those guys, that because he's in so much, if they hit a couple of those, he's due for a huge game. But then the next, next week, he might back be back to 3.4 points. Right.
0: Um, One of the more maddening teams in the NFL, and it's strictly my fault, is the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, They, one of the other stupid London games. I hate 9.30 a.m. football. On I don't like it either. I know, I know. Especially, I mean, can you imagine, what if you're a season ticket holder for the Tennessee Titans and your home game is in London? I mean, you lost that game for your season tickets and it's funny because
1: i guess we're um we're east coast snobs because anybody on the west coast deals with 10 o'clock football games all the time every single yeah, week but now they're dealing with six o'clock football that's the only true, thing worse true. than i'm just saying we're used to football. it we hate it because we're not
0: used to it good brief it's like let's you know let's get some touchdowns with our eggs i'm not even awake at 6 30 on the weekends normally well it's depending on what time the boy wakes up but uh anyway your ravens man i i just own too much of them and it's always, it's almost always a letdown. Mark Andrews, four for 69. You really want more from him. Yeah. Lamar Jackson, his, his leg saved him. And, uh, and Zay Flowers got you what his, that was his first touchdown of the year, wasn't it?
1: He was uh, good. The league, one, yeah.
0: And then nothing until now, but yeah. you can't bench him because he is the number one wide receiver there. Oh, no so doubt. you got to keep in like Gus Edwards. He's the lead running back. He had 16 carries, uh, and one catch. He's it was you got a a running back with 17 touches, you have to put him in your lineup, and then it's like, Oh, okay, great, six and a half points, thanks, Gus. Not when, not when, not when you're telegraphing every one of his runs. I listen, you've been talking about it for years, and I know we've done this before, but especially this Sunday, I know I texted you and I said, I, you know, what you know, we got a new
1: offensive play caller here in Baltimore. I'm not sure the play calling is any better. No, it's the same, like I said, we talked about it, you were like. It's like, I you used to think I was crazy, but now you're seeing it too. Like, like you're sitting on your couch, calling what they're going to do. Not only are you calling what you're going to do, you're saying to yourself, okay, this will be a first down run for two yards. And that's what they do. It's, it's unreal. They keep putting themselves in these awful situations. And then it's Lamar scrambling for his life on third down. And it's no longer working as well as it used to.
0: With almost 100% certainty. It's first down. They're going to run Gus right up the middle into yep. the backs of his linemen, and then whenever they are near the goal line, from five yards and in, Lamar Jackson is running the football. Designed run, yep, right. so quick, yep.
1: quick RPA, one quick read and then run. If it's not and there, he's
0: going to run. He's not. He's not reading anything. Lamar's not reading anything. He's keeping that football. So, but what can you do? At least your Ravens were able to squeak out a win. Yeah, it's ugly. But-
1: that happened that's the thing in the nfl i mean you you play an ugly game and you win i'll take it but i still have no delusions of grandeur here they'll be lucky to squeak into the playoffs um for tennessee Tannehill's out there off this week so we'll see what happens next week well he's probably i mean i don't think he's gonna play probably not but he does have an extra week to get better
0: right Right, we'll see. The ankles are tough, though. I think it's the same one that he hurt. Uh, like had to have surgery on last
1: year. So, but am I wrong with once he, uh, once Malik Willis takes over, are you streaming whatever defense is playing Tennessee for the rest of the season? Absolutely. I was. Yeah, you know, I kind of was hoping. I know I was kind of hoping Tennessee didn't have a bye this week, so I could stream whatever defense yeah. is going against. He, even Henry, twelve for ninety-seven and a touchdown. Sixty-eight of it was on one play. Right. Other than that, he did nothing. He had 11 carries for 29 yards. Scary day um, for Derrick Henry owners. And
0: I, I tell you, it was inter- living down here in North Carolina. Obviously, a lot of Panthers fans. They were up. What was it, 14 to nothing at one point against Miami. And I texted a couple of them and it was like, I was like, listen, I what's happening right now? Now I'm just saying I'm not going to get too excited. Don't want you to get too excited. But what is happening? Chuba Hubbard stepped in. He had already looked better than Miles Sanders when they were playing together, and now with Miles out. Uh, 4.6 yards of carry, touchdown for him uh, on the ground. I thought he'd have more work through the air, only end up with one catch. But how can you throw it to Chuba Hubbard when Adam Thielen has 11 catches? Or How long are, are we on him? They throw him. So I drafted him in one or two leagues as like my wide receiver four or five simply to fill in for bye weeks because I figured he would have five to seven catches, 50 to 70 yards, and maybe five touchdowns on the season. He's, what is he, wide receiver? He's, I think he's like top five now, isn't he? Yeah, I was going to say he's got to be a top five wide receiver. Um, I was listening to, I can't remember what it was, but I heard that um, this was not this past week, the week before I think it was. They, The Panthers went out on the field, and they had called a play, and Bryce Young took a timeout because the play they called for was going to Adam Thielen, and Adam Thielen was catching his breath on the sideline. Thielen was not on the field. <laughs> he was not going to throw it to whoever was in for Thielen. He called a timeout wow. so Thielen could come back and they could throw on the ball. That's how much they are wow.
1: um, scheming their offense for him. He's, I, he's number six, by the way, just barely behind uh, A.J. Brown. Uh, what about that? A.J. Brown, Tyreek Hill, I don't know, a couple other guys. Hill, Diggs, D.J. Moore, Keenan Allen, A.J. Brown, Adam Thielen.
0: That is wild. Good for you, D.J. Moore, being up there as well. And then on the Miami side, just start everyone in a Dolphins jersey. You if you if you started Salvin Ahmed, you were fine. He had you know three catches for eleven yards. He had twenty three yards on the ground, and he scored. So just start all of your all of your Dolphins
1: all of the time,
0: and you'll be good. You, you see, see Tyreek Ty- Ty- on
1: on pace for that was another one of my bold predictions of Tyreek break breaking the two thousand yarder and. And couple with that, my other bold was two MVP. We were talking before the show. The two is now the Vegas front runner for MVP. It's just it's maddening, maddening. We don't know if it'll keep up, but boy, it sure as hell looks good very, so far, doesn't it? It doesn't always work
0: because uh, we see other teams try it. Like uh, I mean, how many people have left New England and tried to turn their you know their new team into New England? It just doesn't work. But when you're Mike McDaniel. And you perfectly take that Shanahan offense with you to wherever you're going. I mean, it's a thing of beauty. It the quarterback now, obviously, too, is playing great, but he could be replaceable in that offense. We know the running backs can be replaceable, and it's, you know you're not going to replace Tyreek Hill, but you can still get production. That the schemes and Tyreek Hill looks like Travis Kelsey now. Why, why is no one around him? He Man, runs
1: like a geez. he runs like a twelve yard in, and he, there's there's no one in the screen. I take as part of It's the too much respect of him burning by you. So he gives up, they gives up everything underneath. I know he's fast. He's a good route runner. He's just, I think he scares the crap out of people. Did you? And of course they trade for chase Claypool. Did you see the, um, the two word answer where Daniel gave when they, when they first did it? He's fast. He's fast that there. That's his whole freaking yes. offensive strategy in a nutshell. Two words. He's fast. And it works and it works, man. It works. Honestly, it certainly is as, right now. That's for sure. As much as I can't
0: stand Claypool, uh, and I don't think he's that great of a player, I can't
1: wait to see what he's going to do in Miami. Yeah, he should fit in well. He's your number three. And, and if either one of these speedsters goes out for a game or two, you got a guy that's almost yeah. as fast to just get, it's not the same as he's not. We're not going to pretend he's Hill or, or Waddle, but you, you're not missing too much of a beat. It's a lot right. more than th- trying to have Braxton Barrios imitate that speed. Although right. he's pretty fast, too. Uh, he's more quick. He's got the quicks.
0: Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what. it's We're going into week seven, and the Houston Texans are already two wins away from their five-win over-under that they get set preseason. And C.J. Stroud, man, he's all but got this rookie of the year thing locked up, I think, yeah. going into a terrible team and leading them to three victories already. Good for him. Um. And he's got, I don't know how many games he's got of, he did not have 300 yards passing this week, but I think he's got three or four with 300 yards passing already. Uh, two. Two. Okay. Two touchdowns uh, and one pick, his first pick on the season.
1: Yep. Came, it was ugly, right? too, but wow. Yes. I, I mean, come saw, on. But it was ugly. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't
0: pretty for sure. But he still got only one interception as a rookie. It's awesome. Yep, uh, nine Collins, he just, yeah, nine touchdowns. And Dalton Schultz, man, he's. We both kind of liked him going in as sort of like a you know a dark horse veteran who should get targeted and he got off to a slow start, but uh but he's doing okay now. And then Derek Carr. He's I feel like we thought he was gonna be better than he is. Um he's just very mediocre. Uh I thought he would I don't know. You got Chris Olave to be a deep threat. You got Michael Thomas as a as a go to, you know, possession receiver. Kamara, it's just not happening. Kamara's good. Uh, but and Olave's picking it up. Uh, that's it, though. I'm Michael Thomas is a floor player, and Rashid Shahid is just like Sky Moore or Rushy Rice, where he's going to get you 20 points or zero. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. It, it, this was an uneventful game. Nobody really, I don't think there wasn't a single player on either team that even got to 20 points in fantasy. Shahid was the most um, just because he had a really long touchdown. I don't and know. I don't touches, think cars horrible. Works. They missed a, they missed a couple big plays here and there. That it's just one of those things where it's just like five percent off. That if they could figure those things out. They, oh yeah. They'd, they'd have they double their their point total, but I don't know. Maybe it's his arm still not quite right. Yeah, and in another ugly game, the Commanders beat the Falcons at home. That was Desmond
0: Ritter's first home loss, I think, since high school. He never lost in home with Atlanta last year. Yeah. Yeah. Never in college yet. So, uh, sorry about that. This game was gross. Um, Brian Robinson did nothing on the ground, but if you started him, luckily got you a touchdown catch. Really excited about Antonio Gibson's one catch for one yard and a score That, that helped out a lot of people. And then the Falcons, I know you and I were talking before we got on the air here is, uh, Dean Robinson, at 13 carries, 37 yards. Tyler Gee had the same and actually outperformed him. He is getting his catches still 5 uh 5 grabs for 43. Drake London baby started him in the once and done, 9 25. And Pitts with a score. Um the two big things I think was Ritter looked terrible. He, three interceptions, not good. But can I tell you something that I did not think I I would say, not only in 2023 but ever in my life, that Taylor Henneke should be starting. That John New Smith is a starting tight end at one of my fantasy leagues, and not only that, I don't feel that bad about it. No, he's been great yeah, so far.
1: I mean, two, three, four years ago, did you think John New Smith was going to be doing this when he was with Tennessee? I did. I had him on my team. But once he went to New oh, England, sure. I knew it was over. What, um, what is it no, he's. Him? I know. What can you say? Right. Yeah, I think it's my point. Yeah, he's uh, but good. I
0: got him in a league. I picked him up. I got somebody's on a buy. Was it Jake Ferguson's on a buy? So I got John
1: new in there. Yeah. He's, uh, he's looked good. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> he's, he's at number nine up. in tight ends. Well, he
0: doesn't look good as Gardner Minshew. He also threw three interceptions. He didn't want Desmond Ritter to be the only one. And, uh, Michael Pittman had a big day nine for one Oh nine. And that's, uh, that's it Zach Jonathan Taylor they're easing him back in I'm I'm sure he had eight carries but I'm sure he's there. he's going to take more of the load this week starting this week and, and moving forward uh, he easily could have had the touchdown but instead Zach Moss ended up falling in the end zone so um I also like Taylor's passing game work five for 46. and then the Jaguars what a nice explosion from 37 points uh to the Colts 20 Trevor Lawrence numbers weren't great. But ETN got you two scores. Christian Kirk scored. Another guy I started in once and done this week. Feeling good about that. Evan Ingram. Nice to say his name out loud. Uh, he's – you start him every week
1: with confidence because he's getting it done. Yeah, you have to play him. The whole Calvin Ridley thing still, I don't know what's happened. Oh, me neither, man. Uh Ooh. Yeah, I, I was ready to eight, sell eight the targets. Farm. It's not like he's out throwing the ball. He leads the team That's in targets right. every week. I was I ready have. to sell the farm after week one to get rid of it because I was expecting him to be good. I know. I wish I would have. He was great. I wish I would have. In my league of record, it wouldn't have worked. I got him while he was on suspension for the league minimum. So if I had to trade and I wouldn't be able to get any studs anyway because the money wouldn't work. But otherwise, man, anybody that could get back in time, you'd sell as high on him as you possibly could after week one. He was. Blowing the hype out of the water,
0: yeah. And I was wanting to buy, but everyone was so excited that they outsmarted everyone else and drafted Ridley that no one was going to give him up. Yeah. Uh, so thank you, all of the all the folks that uh, re- rejected my trade
1: offers for him. I appreciate that. But uh, um, dude, it's looking like Trev will probably play tomorrow night, but he probably won't be at his best. Yeah. Another game. A, a lot of snooze fest this week. I mean, the
0: scoring was so so down. The uh, Bengals beat the Seattle Seahawks seventeen to thirteen you know smith did something that's pretty impressive he threw for 326 yards without a touchdown yeah i feel like that's difficult to do he did throw two picks as well uh kenneth walker he just finds the end zone when they get anywhere near it that's who they go to that's who they want to score so only averaging three yards a carry but again got you the touchdown and tyler lockett thankfully had a bounce back game he hasn't been looking he hasn't been I don't want to say looking good, but hasn't been performing up to his normal standards, but he did go six for 94, so you'll take that from him, especially with how the year's going. And then Jamar Chase, six for 80. That's really all you got on the uh, on the Bengals side.
1: Yeah, Tyler Boyd. Somebody in the, uh, I think, Cassessa, Larry Cassessa played him in the once and done. Tyler Boyd, freaking scored.
0: Well, we all know that Tyler Boyd is good for three, maybe four weeks a season, and if you're yeah. Willing to roll the dice on that new hit. Good for you. I That's just do it. my best not to play him.
1: That's it. More power to him. Um, okay.
0: 19 to 13. The Vikings beat the Bears. The same, same deal. And uh poor Cam Akers fans. I thought he'd get a little more work with his second week with the team, but uh one carry, eight yards. Sorry, buddy. I expected more to KJ Osborne. Four for 48 wasn't really what I was thinking. Um, but like you said. And Addison got you a touchdown, but he only had three catches of 28 yards. Yep. You, you said Kirk Cousins is nothing without Justin Jefferson. And I get it. I, I understand completely, but ooh, it's tough. And then with the running back situation in Chicago, Deonta Foreman started this week. Roshan Johnson's still not back from a concussion. He, he got it two weeks ago. Would not get cleared this week, and he didn't practice today. Yeah, he's probably not going to play this week.
1: I'd be surprised.
0: I don't know what's going on there. So, um, But even still, Barrington Evans came in and got nine carries. They signed him off the street. and uh, Yeah, I didn't care for it because I had Foreman going in the once and done. Okay, so you mentioned DJ Moore. He is wide receiver three right now, I believe you said. Yes. He's going this week with Tyson Badgett, who – My alma mater, baby. Significant for you and I, right? Because you went to Shepard, which is where Badgett went. And it's, it's very local to us, just across the Potomac River in West Virginia. He set all kinds of collegiate records. He but did. He's going up against a real NFL defense for a full game next week. How do you feel if you're the DJ Moore owner? You, I mean, you have to start him,
1: right? Oh, yeah. You still have to start him. He was 10 for 14, 83 yards through a pick. Um, yeah, but Badgett didn't play the whole game. No, he didn't. Uh, well, uh, how, do, how do you sit the number three guy? I, you'd be know, you'd be a fool because it's, again, it's that thing. If you play him, he doesn't have a big game. You can live with it. You don't start the guy who's number three right now, and he gets up with 27 points. You look pretty stupid. Um, sometimes receivers are just sort of quarterback proof. He's going to pepper him with targets, him and commit most likely. There's no way I could sit him. Badgins not bad. I mean, there's one thing to do can do, it's chuck the ball. He might throw three picks, but he might throw three touchdowns, too. I tell you what,
0: some of his throws look like I was throwing them in the front yard left handed. I mean, they were
1: just I think, I think the out probably out, of the out there, but he earned that spot. He didn't get it by accident. Right. You know, right. he's a UDFA. He wasn't even drafted. Um, and he earned it with it. They like what they saw in the preseason. He had a, he had a good preseason as far as game wise. I, I don't know how you could possibly sit DJ more. I mean, I, I wouldn't, if I had on my team. there's no way I'm sending him. Uh, I wouldn't either. Unless I had, unless it's, you know, shallow league or something. If or I'm in probably. an 18 league. Yeah. I might not have to play him, but we, we don't play in sissy league, so we don't have to worry about that. Got that. Right.
0: Probably the biggest surprise.
1: Definitely. One of the biggest surprises of
0: the week were the San Francisco 49ers, the mighty Niners that, just last week, I didn't think, had a weakness on their team at all. Lose 17-19 to 19 against the Cleveland Browns. Best defense in football, arguably the but, Browns. I know, and they had a chance to win. They Jake Moody came in. His entire family was at the game in Cleveland. To what? watch him
1: miss two the game-winning his field first goal. two of the season. Oh, yeah, you're right. And one for Unreal. the game winner.
0: Yeah, and uh, I mean McCaffrey scored for like the 42nd consecutive time. Uh, That's it, man. We're talking 12 completions for Brock Purdy. It was ugly. And the Philip Walker, EJ Walker was the quarterback for the Browns. So I mean, what just a touchdown? Just had through two picks. Yeah, Uh, I'll tell you what though, Mari Cooper had some big. He only had four catches, but he had 100 yards. Big plays. My biggest takeaway from this one is Kareem Hunt, who got the touchdown for them, but he got 12 carries and three catches. Yes. He's he's getting back. And if you needed to start Kareem Hunt in your flex, I'm okay with that.
1: Would you start him in once and done? Because I'm very seriously considering it playing him over the next two weeks. We'll have to see um, who they're
0: playing. Because I, let me let me check out that matchup before I give you a... Uh, um, a Cleveland
1: plays the Colts. That's oh, why I, I consider playing either Hunt or Ford, one or the other.
0: Yeah, I don't hate that at all. I don't know
1: which one I would do, though. That's interesting. Maybe you'll do one, I'll do the other one. And then we'll both be upset. Yeah, you can pull a fast one again.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Actually, I wanted to bring that up, too, when we were talking about the Panthers. So Kevin and I, with our once and done, we... Our decisions don't really affect the other one. If he's starting somebody, I don't really care. I'm starting my guy. So we discuss our once-and-done lineups. And we were both like, I think we have to play Deonta Foreman. I think we have to. And so Sunday morning rolls around, and I just keep hearing all this stuff about Chuba, and I think they're going to be playing from behind, and I think they're going to be throwing in the ball. And I'm sitting there staring at my lineup, and it's twelve forty or 12.57, 12.58. 1259, and I just clicked the button and made to switch to Chuba. And uh, sorry, Kevin, I left you hanging on that
1: one. But oh, I'm uh, sorry, I wasn't, I would have changed anyway. But it was when I went to see your points, I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> I, felt, I felt dirty.
0: It's the only time in history that that last second change in your lineup actually paid off.
1: Yeah. Cause usually when we do that crap, we get screwed. They had roughly their, their numbers were about the same as far as production. It's just Hubbard had a touchdown, and Foreman didn't. Right. So you, you got the better of it.
0: Well, uh, Hubbard had two twenty extra yards on the ground. I think it was like uh, Something like that. I don't think it was that many, but it was close, yeah. What um, did he
1: have? Yeah, that's what it was. Something like that. 88 to 60, 88 to 70 or something, wasn't it? Um well
0: the Raiders took down the Patriots twenty-one to seventeen. The was it the disciple uh took care of the uh the king here sure did. with uh, Josh McDaniels coming in and beating Bill Belichick. The only, I got two takeaways for the Patriots. Number one, Ramondre Stevenson got back to six targets, which is the most he's had since week one. And he found the end zone. So I like the passing game work. Obviously the fact that he scored is great. The other takeaway, and you mentioned this, is Ezekiel Elliott's, he's got seven carries compared to Ramondre's 10. He's getting more work. And more work. He even averaged more yards of carry than Ramondre. He also scored. And then for the um, for the Raiders, Josh Jacobs. I mean, he is so inefficient. He's like the new Najee
1: Harris, I think, because his average yards per not carry really getting a point total. though. He's just he's getting manhandled. He's, he's yeah, it's he's, not his fault. There's just nothing there. I don't know what's changed from last year that you go from leading the league to this, but. It's not like he's doing necessarily something wrong. He's getting hit in the backfield every other freaking play. Jacoby Myers
0: is a startable asset every single week. They look for him. Devontae Adams, I don't know how you have arguably the best pure, just natural wide receiver in the league, and he only ends up with two catches for 29 yards. I know he's dealing with a shoulder, but if he's out there, you throw him the ball. My favorite takeaway is Michael Mayer. Five for seventy-five. Yeah. They it's like they woke up and they're like, oh, where did the second round tight end come from? That's been ultra productive in college and Notre Dame looked to him every single time they needed to make an offensive play. They lined him up out at wide receiver sometimes and had him go one on one with cornerbacks. Oh, here he is. Let's give him
1: the ball. What so you think will play QB this week for them? Lawyer or uh what's his face? If I had to guess, I would say Garoppolo. But no, Grople I mean, not going to play. You don't think? I thought that he was. I thought he was throwing. Maybe not. Um, I thought I saw today that he was almost definitely not. Maybe, but if it, if not, who do you think would would get it? Because Hoyer is the one that came in in relief. Yeah, I would probably say Hoyer, but he he also has been with
0: McDaniel's for yeah the majority of his career, right? They were together yeah. in yeah. in New England and everything as well. Uh, the five and one. Detroit Lions. I I did not uh, I did not mess that up. I did not read that wrong. The Detroit Lions are five and one, and I absolutely love it. Jared Goff, three hundred and fifty yards passing and two touchdowns against Tampa Bay. Though obviously when he's throwing forty four times, there's not much happening on the ground, so not much to see there. And uh, so the sec the guy with the second most catches was Sam Laporta. He had four. Amon Ross, Saint Brown had twelve the percent round had three times as many receptions as the second highest uh, receiver on, uh, on the team. So that was wonderful. I like seeing stuff like that. Touchdowns for him and Jamison Williams. Welcome back. Got your feet wet, found the end zone. I love that for you. Try not to gamble anymore. It's kind of dumb for you, but whatever. And then for the Buccaneers, sorry, Godwin six for 77. I guess you're okay with that, but everyone else was a letdown.
1: The only reason Williams was even back was because they changed the rule for if you right. get caught bit, what, betting on the premises on other thing, things other than football, it's now only a four-game suspension. So they dropped it six to four, so that's why he was playing. <laughs> but um, Amon Roth, 15 targets, and Laporta, 11. The rest of the team are- combined only had about 10. I and, that uh, we- it's crazy. I know that we
0: liked Laporta coming out and we thought there was a chance he was going to be productive we didn't see this no no He's tied no, no. In this he tied in 2 behind kelsey isn't well, i don't
1: he? think anybody expected golf to be the number one rated uh quarterback at this point in the season either that certainly hasn't helped or hurt, hurt his chances i love it man i
0: love weird stuff like this Especially, US,
1: we were so excited we've talked we talked about it all year how excited we were about the lions
0: yeah and here we are man i i obviously i watched the eagles the most but i i would probably say i see more i watch more lions game than any other team i'm just
1: yeah it's fun I'm to watch
0: it. i'm i'm eating it all up and we haven't seen anything like this in our lifetime no no we so have it's not nice to check
1: out i saw uh, did the, you see something i saw something online the other day that in the history of the three teams cleveland i think cleveland chicago and detroit the three of them have never in the hit the, in the 60 some years that all three teams have been in the NFL never have all three of them made the playoffs in the same season i did not know that
0: but they well besides 1985 they none of those three teams has actually been very good it's true uh, the cardinals predictably got beat by the rams 26 to 9 um nothing doing on uh, the offense for the rams they lost james conner and it's hurting all aspects of that
1: offense cardinals what I say? You said nothing doing for, for the Rams offense.
0: Sorry. Cardinals yes. offense. Oh, it's all good. My apologies. Uh, the Rams offense. Ever since they good. lost ever since they lost James Conner, man, it's, it's been a struggle. Speaking of losing uh, Matt Stafford was, eh, but uh, Kyron Williams was a beast averaging eight yards a carry 158 on the ground with a score, but guess what? High ankle sprain. He's going to be out yeah. for uh, several weeks. And welcome back, Cooper Cup, seven for 148 and a touchdown. And Puka Nakua owners, I know I talked about trading him. I have him in another – I actually have him in a league with Stafford, Puka, and Cooper Cup, the way it all worked out. Um, but he's going to have his week still. It's He's not going to be who he was, but he's still going to be a viable starter, wide receiver two, flex. You're going to be okay. You don't have to be too excited about it. Um, but that's it for me and the Rams. We already talked about the – uh the running back situation,
1: good luck. If I had to guess, I'd guess it's Zach Evans, but I don't feel real confident about it. No, I think it'll be a committee thing. Uh, one of them will get lucky and score a touchdown, but which one will it be? Right. Um, so we talked about the what, – what was
0: more shocking, the Niners losing to the backup quarterback and the Cleveland Browns or the Eagles losing to the backup
1: quarterback – Zach Wilson led New York Jets. I think the Niners losing was a little more of a surprise.
0: I I agree, but only slightly. The thing that surprised me most about both of these games were the four turnovers that the Eagles had, and they didn't create any. They lost that turnover battle four to zero, if memory serves me right. And that's not the brand of football that they play. And that was – and you listen, you're in the NFL. I don't care who you're playing. You turn the ball over four times and you don't create any, it's going to be tough to win that game. And I don't care who's on the field. Uh, Jalen Hurts, even though he threw three picks, he was fine. He got you a rushing touchdown at 47 yards on the ground. But the only reason he got that is because he was under duress. I know they lost Lane Johnson. If he can't play this week, that's a huge loss for them. Uh, A.J. Brown is a monster. He seems to be matchup-proof now, seven for 131 and always a threat to score from just about anywhere. And DeAndre Swift owners, that's wow. the bullet. His 10 carries for 18 yards is not going to do it, but he got you eight for 40 and a touchdown through the air. Um, And I don't know if you heard the big news, Kevin. I mean, this is big, huge, enormous news. The Eagles signed Julio Jones yeah. from the treat to come in and, I don't okay. know, solidify that wide receiver five spot. It's a good yeah. good job for them. So probably I actually have receptions would, the rest of the season for. I, I'd Marty. like to see them take a six round pick and send it to Denver for Jerry Judy, and I bet Denver's would do it, or they might come back and say give me a fifth, because I think the fifth round pick gamble on Judy. The Eagles haven't had a even a decent wide receiver three in forever, and if they could get Judy out there in that wide receiver three running from the slot, boy, I would love that. Uh, Brie not a great game, but he scored for you. He did get five for 54 through the air and, uh, Garrett Wilson, eight for 90. Good for you, Garrett, man. I was not sure how things were going to go when we lost Aaron Rodgers, but you're finding your stride and Zach Wilson. He, he hasn't looked good, but he hasn't looked like you thought Zach Wilson was going to look.
1: No, he's not completely imploding. He's not, he had no yeah. turnovers. He's not yeah. just throwing games away. He's managing well, but dude, Wilson Garrett had 12 targets. The rest of the team mm-hmm. had 14. Yeah. Hello, I'm kind of Ross Aiden now. Yeah, I mean it's it's crazy. The reason I think this was less of a surprise is we've already talked about it. I, I've been saying all season something just doesn't look right with the Eagles compared to last year. And they've been playing some close games that were they won. We'll hand it to them. It's the NFL, but we're losable. The Niners have been annihilating people, embarrassing teams. Yeah, fresh, Yeah. So to go, go and, and lose that game was it was a surprise. I wasn't sure the Browns were gonna score a point. Me,
0: EJ e. Walker. EJ Walker tried to give the game away. Man, I don't know if you saw it. It was a play towards the end of the uh of the, of the game. They were going, they needed a field goal and he's uh sprinting out to his right and he's rolling out, he throws the ball kind of across his body towards the end zone and it should have been picked. It was a terrible decision and he got lucky that San Francisco um dropped the football because the Browns were lost, but then that didn't happen. They kicked the field
1: goal and the rest is history. Yeah, I did not see that. Um what was I going to say something about the Eagles? I don't know. It must not be that important because I don't remember what it was now. Well, they got the Dolphins this week, if I'm not mistaken. Um, they do. That's going to be a Sunday night game, isn't it? That's going to be one heck of a ball game. Yeah, it's a Sunday game. night game at, at and, Philadelphia. And,
0: and the Bills had seen the Niners and Eagles go ahead and lose to backup quarterbacks, and they did their best to lose to the Giants and Tyrod Taylor or a Rod Taylor. Um, again, the not, not too much to take away from this game besides Wandell Robinson, eight catches for 62 yards. I don't, I don't know what we're doing here, but Saquon Barkley for me, I didn't anticipate him getting 28 touches his first game back from injury. I figured they'd ease him back in a little bit, but good for him. He must've been fully healthy. And then on the other side of the ball, um, James cook averaging over five yards of carry. That was great, but I don't know why he was left out of the stat sheet for uh, for receiving work, but Stefan Diggs doing his best. Uh, Amon Ra and Garrett Wilson uh, impersonation 10 catches for 100 yards. The next closest was three catches,
1: 16 targets more than the rest of the team tar- combined. I love it. Man, listen, it's
0: only funny because it doesn't happen, but it should happen. Like that's what should happen. Amon Ra St. Brown. Could get twice as many, three times as many targets as anybody else. Same with Diggs, same with Garrett Wilson, AJ Brown. Well, Devontae Smith is actually pretty good, but you get what I'm saying. Devontae Adams should have 20 targets a game. I don't know what we're doing here. So yeah. I love it when a team actually gives the ball. Imagine that. It's a crazy concept, Kevin. Can you imagine force feeding the best player on the field the ball? It is
1: crazy. Did you see Amon ross touchdown? There's maybe ten yeah, guys hard, yeah. in the league that could score on it. He caught it going across the middle, came around the edges, kept going the way across the edge. Yeah, yeah. One of the two Reynolds guys on there just crushed a safety. Yeah. And just Greg. going down the sideline for a score. It was something that should have been like a seven-yard reception. Excuse me, seven yard reception. He turned it into a touchdown. It was pretty impressive. Yeah, it, it it was great. I do remember that. Uh, and then our Monday nighter, the Cowboys, they
0: tried to give the game away to the Chargers with some terrible terrible undisciplined penalties uh, but Justin Herbert not to be outdone for mistakes would have missed many many throws he normally makes wide open receivers uh, it was not It. I don't know what's going on with him man last year he had an excuse he was hurt I don't know that he's battling too many injuries right now I know he's out without Mike Williams but when you got Keenan Allen wide open running down the field and you overthrow him by two three yards it was it was not pretty. Um, neither was Tony Pollard outside of a 60-yard catch. Uh, that saved your fantasy day for him. CeeDee Lamb, seven for 117. He's so good. And Brandon Cooks, welcome to relevance. You got a touchdown, so I guess that's good for you, but not for any other people. And then um, Austin Eckler,
1: first game back. Keenan Allen, though, he's the man. Yeah, he it was, it was impressive. Did you see Dak's touchdown run? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Fourth because- and one from the eighteen. He kept it. He actually fumbled it in the air, re-caught it, and then just took off around the edge. Yeah. No one knew he had it. it was, no, they had no idea. The the <laughs> yeah. camera guys were focused on the the on Pollard running up the centers, but that was quite impressive. It could have been. He had a big game, but it could have been bigger. I know. I was going to about from the Bills game. Did you, were you one of the guys that played Gabe Davis in the once and done? Yeah. yeah. Yep. There's a handful of guys that played him, and boy, did he throw up a dud three for 25 or something yeah and a a fumble yeah but yeah keenan allen dude man he looks like it was five years ago he looks just like the best player on the field five years ago he's getting hurt every
0: play but now it's he's gotten past the injuries hopefully and well now I probably ruined his life but yeah uh good for him man there's a few anything else from those games we we could not particularly Nope. There are some three. There are three intriguing games for me this week. We got Arizona at Seattle. That's got a forty-four and a half point total. We've got the Chargers at the Chiefs. That's got a forty-eight and a half point total, and the highest of the week, Dolphins Eagles at fifty-two. Those are going to be uh, some matchups where I'm going to be um, leaning towards starting those guys, especially in daily fantasy, making sure guys from those matchups are playing because there's going to be some serious points scored between those three games.
1: Could be. But if you play them, then that means it'll probably not be in 17 to 13. Yeah, that's correct. Absolutely correct. All right, sir. Starts of the week. Here's I, I to told be. you before the show, there's nothing here that excites me. Yeah, yeah. I know. The, these it's games are just ugly. Um, for example, quarterback. I'm like going down the list here. Like, I'm obviously, okay. Patrick Mahomes plays the Chargers. Well, of course you want to play Patrick Mahomes. i cannot not picking him. I end up going clear down to Brock Purdy against the Vikings. I think he's going to have a little comeback game here. And and Shannon Hannigans will scheme to make sure that Brand gets a lot of catches. Debo might play. CMC might play. But I think regardless, the Minnesota defense is so awful and they're reeling that uh I'm going to go with Purdy if he's the guy that you could put in there. As much as
0: I hate to say it, um, I think Tua is going to absolutely tear things up. Uh, against the Eagles, but I'm not going to pick him because if you I have could, to, I,
1: somebody I can't you're gonna imagine. Play, you're going to play every week anyway. Yeah,
0: Right. I can't imagine i I'm playing him. So let's go Geno Smith. I just got done talking about. who so I was uh, going
1: to go with, but I was like, God, I just don't trust him right now.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's part of my reasoning behind this, if it makes sense, because he's the last two outings has not been too great for him, especially this last one, 300 and some yards and no touchdowns. Uh, they're playing at home, and I I think they're going to put it on. Them. They got a chance to really put it on. Oh, them. I remember uh, I mean, the other
1: reason that I didn't. Yeah. So my pod didn't mean to get there. Cardinals had Seahawks. 58 degrees Fahrenheit, seven-mile-per-hour winds, definite rain. So it's to pour the whole game. We'll see. I'm looking not, at I mean, the NFL weather right now.
0: Yeah, but he's got – I mean, DK Metcalf, he's got a big body there. He can, he can lob it up in the rain, and he got – speedy little guys with Tyler Lockett and, you know, don't forget the running backs catch a ball out of the backfield, so I'm not too worried about that. Not yet, anyway. We're still weak. Uh, I
1: don't worry out. about it. I'm saying when I'm if I have to make a decision against a guy who's playing in good weather or a guy who's going to play in gotcha. a downpour, I'm picking the good weather.
0: Yep. Uh, My running back is, we talked about him as well, Ramondre Stevenson. Somehow, Ramondre is running back 22. After scoring 9-12 6-4-2 and then 13 points last week. 6'4'2. He has not scored over 13 points any week. He's still an RB2. That is the lack of production from the running back position is absolutely staggering this year. Um, I mentioned he scored for the first time since week two. And like I mentioned as well, his targets are back up to six, highest since week one. So I feel a little more comfortable starting Ramondre, even though I just traded him away in a league. I feel pretty good about starting him this week.
1: Do you feel he's 100% he's going to play? I think so. I mean, I don't I haven't seen anything that raises any red flags. Gotcha. I end up picking a guy who I think well it looks like will be back this week. I picked Aaron Jones against Denver and their league worst rushing defense. I would never pick AJ Dillon against the Smithsburg Leopards, even he's so <laughs> awful. But if he plays, I'm gonna go with Aaron Jones in a big comeback. Aaron Jones big comeback is too good. He's him. too fast for his body can't handle his speed. I don't know what it is. He just look he used to look so good. He just it looks like he's lost not just uh, like a half a step, but he's lost a full step, maybe more. He just has he just has nothing. He looked great week 1. Yeah.
0: Then he got hurt. And he he broke he just can't have a breakaway run. If Aaron Jones sees a light in front of him, he can just lay down. Because oh, you talking. I thought you were talking see-
1: about Dylan. Sorry. Jones, yeah, yeah. Jones
0: no, Jones is still great. But if he sees if he runs full speed, and sprints for a while. He's gonna he's gonna get hurt. So he's, he's just of hammy. That's what he does. Get like 10, 15 yards, and then just lay down. Yeah. So he can him and, Mostert,
1: and They're they're the they're the two yeah. hammy boys. And Eli Mitchell. Right. Who's your wide receiver? Um. Again, uh, I went with the Niners. I went with IU against Minnesota. Third worst against receivers. If Debo doesn't play, that's going to be more targets for him and Kittle. Um. So that's where I went. Um, that's a good run. And I was going to bring up with Debo sits. Um,
0: definitely. I'm going to Marquise Brown. Hollywood is going to earn his nickname this week. Uh, no one gives up more points to wide receivers than the Seattle Seahawks. And as I mentioned uh, with this matchup, Arizona is going to have to score some big time points to keep up with them. And it is the
1: third highest point total for the week. So a quick note out. on that. We didn't even mention that. It's looking like Tyler Murray might be back in two weeks. Right. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. that's about. I don't know, I don't know but it's. It, it's attendance it's is down as crappy as he can be at times. It's still an uptick from Josh Dobbs. It
0: sure is. Um, And then my tight end, how about Michael Mayer? His total yeah. targets for the first four games were 0 1 1 0. Left catches, just targets. Uh, two weeks ago, he had three targets, and last week he went five for 75. We talked about it was tight end seven on the week this past week. And uh, look, he's alive. They found him. They're using him. And I look for Mayor Stock to rise big time as the season continues.
1: Yeah, and Bears are eighth worst against the tight end, so that's a good yeah. matchup too. Yes. I went with the guy who's playing. It's the seventh worst against uh, tight ends, Mr. Taysom Hill, with Juwan Johnson Al. Oh, Hill will be the guy. Gosh. He might get in a couple lucky runs. It's a Thursday night game, which we don't like. And I'm not saying I'm playing him in the once and done. But you're not it's saying a you're good matchup. He's going to be the starting tight end. And we both know in any given game, that guy gets enough touches. He finds a way to end up with a 48-yard touchdown. And he's due for one of his 20-point is. outings, isn't he? He really is. Uh, God, I, I just don't want to do it because the Thursday nights have burnt me once already this year. Last week wasn't a burn. What Pacheco, 12.6? We wanted more. But it, it wasn't like a total dud. Um Oh, I man, know. I so I, want to play him tomorrow. We might have to. I we'll know, see. I might. Uh, and then, oh, who's your defense? You go first here. I I, I had, because uh, yeah, I don't know, who's a stud defense? Is there even such a thing anymore? Is there any one team? Like, look at all the guys in our league that played the Bills and Niners last week. We played the Raiders, and we got more points than they did. And guess who I'm playing this week? I have no Let's idea. Let's go
0: Raiders. I'm not playing them in the once and done, but I'm playing them in season oh, long. There you, yeah, I'm you going can't going play them the, I'm going back to the Raider well, man. The fifth worst fantasy defense on planet Earth. They are not good, but they put up nine points last week, and this week they play, nice and budget.
1: They do. Uh,
0: I'll take it, man. Let's stream them
1: again. Well, I end up picking the Seahawks against Arizona, because Arizona is looking awful. It's looking like a boatload of rain, and it could be ugly seattle's got like the number five best defense against as far as you know fantasy defense which is surprising but they they haven't scored a lot but they also haven't given up a lot but i also threw the bills in there because the bills get to play the patriots and the patriots just look awful absolutely awful so really do. either one of those i don't know what i'm going to do in the once and done i'm probably leaning towards seahawks but i don't know uh all right sir anything else for you I don't think was there anything else. We didn't miss anything else. I don't think on the injury front, did we? Oh, yeah, probably a lot of guys to keep a... eyes on because even yeah. like Kieran Williams. Now I just read a little bit of it before we started. Then now he, McVay's calling him day to day, and they're definitely not putting him on IR. Now he's not going to play this week, but I don't think he's going to be out to like week eleven, like they were saying originally. I don't think that's going to happen. We'll see. Coach speaks very difficult to buy into. They do, but typically, even they, if something's bad enough, they'll. They love putting people in IR in, in L.A., bringing in all kinds of guys off other people's practice squads. So like if they're not put on IR, he must think he's going to be back because they, I think they know now that offense runs through him. As great as Stafford's been and Puka and, and, and Cup, I think you're going to see a noticeable downtick without uh, Williams in there. All right, sir. Let's uh, Let's go
0: ahead and scoot out of here. He's Kevin. I'm Bobby. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, check us out on Facebook. Check us out on X, right? Yeah, on Twitter. Formerly it's Twitter up. as Instagram. It's right. in every single article. Yeah, Spotify and YouTube. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you guys. See ya.